Oh. Oh boy, I just took a screenshot. Baby. <laughs> that's a <laughs> shitty fucking screenshot, but we'll 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 yeah. take. That's uh, you know what I was thinking. This is this is me just becoming it, just turning into a dad as soon as I'm faced with this semi-unfamiliar technology. But uh, yeah, I've, have your parents tried to do a Zoom call or anything? No, not yet. Yeah, they tried to do a no. Zoom call. I was like, there's like 500 different fucking video conferencing things, and you choose Zoom. All right, sounds good. But uh, no, I didn't. I uh, I think that was on the uh, the birthday on Friday, and I was like, eh. Oh, yeah, we'll, yeah, uh, yeah. we'll just do a phone call but uh no you know what i was thinking this is i think one year since we started this podcast oh shit is it hang I on think... i think it is because i think alex uh or alec excuse me uh told us april 13th i'm Hold up. going to also check let's see who finds it first yeah. google race <laughs> google race this is entertaining to listen to i'm sure how was the uh, quarantine birthday, though? Oh, it was fucking amazing. You know, just uh, <laughs> yeah. trying to stay sane. I have April 12th, 2019, brah. Oh, baby. Damn. One year and one day since we started this. God damn, my beard looked better. Back. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it back. Shit. Well, every yeah. single time. Yeah, every time you see that old picture, you're like, oh, I should bring this back. But... Uh, <laughs> Shit. Damn, miss it. It would have been fun to do it on like exactly one day or one year, but uh pretty close. Yeah. We're uh, now. Yeah, well we're doing it the way that we started it. The way that we started it came came full circle. Call. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Fuck. Could you imagine like a year ago I was like I could actually leave my house and do things? Yeah, just 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 do it. Like just I know the idea of twice? getting up and just walking out the door just cause is, is wild to me. I was even thinking that cause I was standing on my patio, like barbecuing and I kind of looked over at the direction I walked to go to remedy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh man, remember when I could just walk down that random alley over there <laughs> and get where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Do you like... have a, do you have the background blur on in for your camera? Cause you're no, it's super out just of kind of, just kind of sunny. <laughs> yeah, it keeps I don't have in and out. blinds yeah. on these windows because nah, <laughs> nah, shit, man. Yeah, a year ago, yeah, you could just go do things, <laughs> and then we still did a video podcast indoors. Granted, you were in Montreal, I guess, still a year ago, right? So, well, I said to Adam, I was like, I couldn't even imagine being in Montreal right now because that's like that has they have half of alberta's or half of alberta half of canada's cases in quebec oh really yeah dude and Mm. montreal has like probably half of all of those too Hmm. interesting yeah um damn well i mean it's a pretty densely populated city and who knows what other factors contributed to it but uh Supposedly yeah, 1,500 cases or something were traced back to a single bar mitzvah. I don't know if I said that last week or not, but... Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. It's insane. It's wow. absolutely insane. But... It, it's it's very interesting how they can kind of backpedal it, because wasn't it um, like 80% of the cases in young people in Korea, uh, could they could actually chase it back to one specific chick, because she went to this certain church and then went out to brunch after or whatever, really? and... Yeah, and then it was all that. 
demo that got uh, infected. That's insane. All I know is, did you hear that Google and Apple are teaming up to try to like, so if you your phone was in Bluetooth range of somebody else who was a confirmed carrier, they're going to message you on your phone and tell you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I heard they were doing some shit to like track social distancing. I didn't know that was the, the details. Guess I'm not going to have a phone anymore. Is that happening for sure? Or is it... Uh... I believe so. It's supposed to come into effect the middle but of the next They need like month. kind of regulation to do that or something or what? I don't know. It's interesting times because I think that people are like pushing things through as fast as possible to try to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. I mean, uh, go ahead. Well, you know, to build and roll out that program costs however many millions of dollars and hours of you know, uh, uh, labor, uh, why don't you just put that money towards a cure instead of tracking it? Right. Cause then we kind of have this creepy system that is tracking how far we're standing to each other and so on and so forth. Right. Agreed. But, uh, (laughs) I mean, Silicon Valley has to come in and see what they can do every single time something like this happens. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I say every time something like this happens, but, uh, this is the first time something the like this time. has happened. Yeah. 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 I'm just looking at the article right now. It's a Bloomberg article. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're essentially contract tra- contact tracing is what they're calling it. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. The world has I 9 don't... billion people now. What? <laughs> really? I thought it was like 7.8 or something. Fucking Google rabbit or the Google rabbit hole you go through, seven point five nine four in two thousand eighteen. Yeah, yeah. There's no way it's nine. I don't think so. Seven point eight billion. Yeah. Bloomberg blowing the numbers up here. Yeah. (laughs) Fake news. Um. So. Shit, speaking of population, you know what? I went down the rabbit hole of Googling the other day, and what made me, oh, what, uh, I don't know what made me stumble upon them, but they're the, they're the Georgian, uh, it's called American Stonehenge. They're like the Georgian, uh, Georgian, Georgia guideline, Georgia Guidestones, that's what it is. Okay. And they're like, they're kind of creepy, and they're like a big uh, conspiracy theory thing. Uh, of like all their recommendations and they say it's like a new world order thing but mm-hmm. they're this really big Stonehenge looking thing in Georgia like in the states and it has a bunch of guidelines about like how to run a society and the first one is like maintain a population of 500 million or whatever and that's something yeah. that uh, conspiracy theorists people always point to uh, as like a suppose a new world order thing <laughs> I'm looking at this oh my god this is going to keep me up for days now oh yeah they're hilarious they this were built. Insane. Yeah, they were built in 1979, um, and commissioned by some private group of concerned Americans or whatever the hell. But uh, the widely accepted theory is that it was uh, it was like kind of rich people did it because it was done at the height of the Cold War. So they were yep. worried that if the society got destroyed, they left these instructions behind because it's written in a bunch of different languages and stuff. So I don't know. It's kind of funny. But then, yeah, I'm a people point at it and they're like, see, 
New World Order, lizard people, crab people. Yeah. Under 500 million people guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity, unite humanity with a living new language, rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. And I can't read underneath that, but yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, they're a little vague. Uh, the first two is basically like eugenics and population control. <laughs> How did this cross your, uh, your coffee table? I'm trying to remember. God damn it. <laughs> you know what? I honestly think it was like a random like uh, Instagram explore feed and a video mentioning really? them came up or something. I'm like, what are these? So. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I'm going to go through this. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. So. So we had discussed a couple topics we wanted to hit on for this podcast, but uh, I was thinking just to completely do a 180 here. I was like, things that are kind of blessings in disguise. Have you ever had that in your life? Uh, yeah, uh, maybe. I mean, where what were you thinking with with this? I guess when you when you mentioned that. Well, first things first is like essentially. When this whole thing happened, it kind of allowed me to take expenses in our in the company down to minimal, minimal rates and kind of like really evaluate, hey, what are we doing? What's essential? Mm-hmm. What, uh, what direction do we want to go? And how do we bring, because essentially before this whole thing happened, costs were a little bit out of control. And when this whole thing happened, it kind of allowed me to take that step back and be like, okay, what are essential things we got to be doing? How are we driving revenue? Blah, 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 blah. But anyway, it just kind of dawned on me today. It was almost like this allowed me to take the step back and be like, these are what we got to do. Yeah. And we got to make some cuts and we got to focus on some other things. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it was almost like a blessing in disguise. I woke up this morning. I was like, shit hmm yeah yeah for sure no that's uh i think that's a good perspective and a good uh spin i guess or just kind of reframing of it uh Mm -hmm. instead of being like oh what was me we've had to cut all these costs and blah 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 Mm -hmm. it's like yeah this gives you the opportunity to take a step back and look and i think we talked about this was it this was last week we were talking about it um with uh excuse me really taking a a look at your own personal expense book or whatever and uh, Mm -hmm. reevaluating that too. Right. Um, And I think I see people coming out of this like more uh, frugal for sure. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Our generation specifically, like this will be the thing that maybe plants the seed of kind of a frugality. Right. Um, And it makes you really, really reconsider your expenses and, for me, I've just th- realized, like, if I don't move around, because it seems every time I move around, I spend money somehow, right? <laughs> right? So uh, if you're just sitting here not, not doing uh, that, um, you know, yeah, you, you, you just don't spend as much money. And I've seen the meme around a lot of times where it's, uh, it's like, what... Uh, uh, how do I, how do I phrase this? Um, this quarantine has made me realize my hobbies include going out to eat and spending money. <laughs> right. So, 
Yeah, like I'm not spending a tremendous amount of money on cocktails every Friday or Saturday uh-huh. night. Not that exactly. I always did, but I, I 100% agree with you. It's like my expenses consist of groceries and rent and OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that bill is way up, you know. <laughs> Like four or five hundred bucks a month, you know, and just subscribe to a million channels. But uh... <laughs> fuck, no, but seriously, like a hundred percent agree with you. I also think it's going to take like a lot more self reliance. Like I cut my hair again for the first time in probably three or four years. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it doesn't look terrible, yeah. and I took off of quite a bit. And I was like, you know what? Uh, maybe I, maybe I can do this. See, but you, I don't know, you must have a good hand for it or something. You got the wrist angles down because a lot of people are... Got those um, surgeon hands, baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, uh, I don't know, I've seen, you see all the posts and memes and shit of people's uh, <laughs> fucking quarantine haircuts. And it's like, uh, yeah, like boys and girls, but boys, like, just don't touch your hair during quarantine. Just let it grow out. Because you see the, like, videos of really shitty jobs and they're like get your quarantine fade for 10 bucks and it's just so fucking terrible <laughs> yeah yeah the secret is take it slow don't fucking cut off way too much at one time just yeah just little bits just little bits and you'll be okay i right, believe right you can always cut off more than put it back so uh and if you like nobody's gonna fucking see you for the next three four five six weeks so if you fuck up just fucking buzz it bro Get that yeah, buzz cut exactly. going. Grow it back. <sighs> yeah, no one will see you. They won't know how it looked, right? Your roommate will maybe have to see your average haircut, but ah, uh, you'll get laughed <laughs> at. Like it. so. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, but what other blessings in disguise would you say that you've experienced in your life? <sighs> wow, you called out my obvious stalling. Trying to think of something there. Woo! Um, ah, shit. Yeah, I mean, even for this time. Um, I think this has given me a lot of perspective, right? Um, of just living life, honestly, and how how fragile what we all agree is a society can be, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, how quick it can go away for whatever reason, you know. Um, so for me, kind of all those, and I said this before, but I, I just think of like, events I missed out on or like not appreciating them. And for me, one thing and we, we've talked about before is like, I always kind of say, if you want to, one thing I realize is, you know, if you want to live a fun, cool, fulfilling life, uh, the onus is on you to take that initiative and make it happen, right? That's the only way you can make things happen for sure, right? If you wait around for someone else to plan a cool thing, trip, event, work, business, life, whatever, um, Maybe it'll happen and you'll jump along for the ride. But the only way to make it happen for sure is for you to do it. Right. So my Mm -hmm. kind of introspection lately has been like, you know, I like to think I try to do things a little different. Take the path last traveled, nod to Robert Frost and all that jazz. But uh, for me, it's kind of like putting more energy into things. Right. Because I just think, you know, just how I'm trying to articulate this right just uh i mean kind of realizing uh as as happy as it is kind of all we have is memories right 
when you think about it. And when this is a pretty good litmus test, I think, for actually whatever age you are uh, to kind of realize, you know, when, when there's nothing you can else you can do, all you have is your experiences, your memories. So you might as well go out there, make them interesting and put yourself and your energy into them, right? Make them fulfilling. It, it, it's up to you to do that and create that. Hmm. Speaking of memories, do you remember me reading that fucking poem in grade nine and getting laughed at? Because I was like, the 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 road le- less travel. I don't think it was that because I remember I remember that class where we had to recite it, which was talk about a fucking dumb assignment. It was okay, <laughs> class of thirty kids. Here's three different poems that you have to memorize, or you can choose from the three, and you have to go up and read them. And like naturally, you know, for whatever reason, one was easier than the other. So like 15 kids read the same one, 10 mm-hmm. read another one in Piper. But it's so you all just have to sit there and listen to a bunch of kids like talk about a time killing <laughs> idea when you're filling Amazing. out your syllabus. Just like, fuck, how do I burn like two days of lessons? I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I feel like you said I can actually remember this, but I feel like you said one of the last lines slightly wrong and it came out funny sort of thing. Nice. I yeah, don't remember. I, I don't remember. I remember it being funny, but uh, hang on. Roll last chat. It's funny how uh, or road not taken. That's actually the road not taken. Title is. Yeah. And that has made all the difference. I remember yeah. that poem. But uh, just to go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, I was looking at it to see if it would uh, trigger trigger a memory. But you <laughs> one of the last lines, I remember you you kind of messed it up, but it was in a funny way. Maybe you did it on purpose. Who knows? Probably. But, uh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> totally <but>. killed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, shit. Yeah, there's actually this book I've been meaning to read and I've read like the synopsis of it. And it's called uh, The Power of Moments which is like it's written by these two marketing guys who wrote another book called fucking something. Um, but it's kind of about what, uh, you know, how in life you you remember random things, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And like what makes certain moments stick with you. And, you you know, you probably have moments like that where like a friend said something meaningless in junior high. And for some reason you remember that. But it's like, do you remember your 14th birthday party? Probably not, right? So it's it's kind of funny how that works. Uh, I've been meaning to read it, so I have nothing further semi-intelligent to say about it. But uh, <laughs> makes you think, I guess, right? So yeah. But I mean, even in the moment when you're, I don't know, fucking, I didn't make that team, or that girl bro- broke up with me, or whatever it may be, it kind of comes back. You'll look back on it and be like that was a good thing that happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, Or maybe I'm just doing my own biases or something. Well, that's the thing is you kind of can create your own confirmation bias. And most people justify their decisions to themselves anyways. But but it's still not bad to look at the glasses half full, right? So, but on that Mm -hmm. note, I would say, you know, I think things that... uh, I mean, I, I try to think of, you know, failures are your way to move forward, right? Um, and o- overcoming them and they make you stronger, yada, yada. And you kind of look back and you realize when you had them and, you, you know, you kept trudging along um, for 
blessings in disguise, I would say, even for me, because I didn't like I went to U of A my first year. I didn't get into U of A's business school. So I switched to McEwen, right? Mm-hmm. Just because I didn't want to take another year of electives because I like to think I know myself and I knew I was just going to fuck around it too much. So I want to get started. And I, I credit McEwen and my time there uh, for kind of pushing me into the direction I am now, being mm-hmm. a self, more self-employed, entrepreneurial, whatever person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess you could call that a blessing in disguise sort of thing. Uh, I'm, I'm happy I went that route versus going the very nine to five route, which is very much not for me. No offense to anyone who does that. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that's one you could even say like, uh, fuck, I'm trying to think of better ones other than like, uh, even like our first company, uh, kind of failing like, uh, Veritas, mm-hmm. obviously, right. Uh, kind of led to bigger and better, better things and motivated you and me to keep going and, um, I would say like developed more in our own paths. Like I'm almost glad we went, like, I'm very glad that happened other rather than just sticking at the company we were at before and just being any old agent, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah pushed us out for sure. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, uh, and even though it's been, I've had a lot of moments where it's like, fuck, why didn't I just go work? here right, or there right mm-hmm. uh but you know uh, eventually i know the the tougher uh less trotted path will eventually be worth it i guess right so we probably wouldn't have this podcast if we didn't do that too <laughs> yeah exactly right so um yeah i mean I, I think things that make you more of an outside the box thinker and kind of force you uh to i don't know push your comfort zone, I guess. Right. Like my, I have inadvertently stumbled upon a bunch of things in life that have pushed me further (laughs) outside of it, which I guess is a good thing. Right. True enough. Well, that killed 15 minutes. What, uh, what other (laughs) topics did you (laughs) you talk about next? So (laughs) (laughs) fuck, um, (laughs) shit. It's like a, like a crappy date. Like, so, What's, What's your, your favorite, favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Green. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, fuck. Actually, speaking of dates and stuff, I'm curious to sit like, I wonder what people are doing with, because uh, obviously people are spending way more time on Tinder hinge dating apps. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I can, I can tell, speaking in anecdotes, I can see that the traffic is way up on those, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know for, for me, I, I actually haven't been putting a lot of time in them cause they're just kind of, I don't know. It feels like kind of a time suck right now or energy suck just cause it's kind of like, well, you sort of just end up having kind of the same conversation over and over, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of quarantine, no one can do anything. So it's kind of boring. We're all bored sitting looking at our phones mm-hmm. and you know, I, I'm even like, Everyone on there right now is more so, I think, looking for entertainment rather than oh yeah, anything. And I, I say this in the most literal term of like real as in eventually meeting in person. That doesn't mean real as in like real. It means <laughs> just like, you, you know, uh, there's no intent behind it, I guess. Mm-hmm. You're just looking mm-hmm. to like kind of get some time, right? 
Does ever that make watch, sense where I'm going with that? Yeah. Yeah. Have you wa- ever watched 90 Day Fiance? Where no. they like, okay, well, <laughs> no. this is <laughs> fucking something that I've gotten into no. with having a GF. Anyway, she she watches the show. Anyway, they, they essentially are these couples that meet online and do these long distance things for, in some cases, like Years. three, four months. Yeah. Oh, and, then okay. other, and then in other cases, seven or fucking eight or nine years, which is fucking crazy to me. But that's the they whole like thing. One state over. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It just doesn't fucking make any sense to me because I was like, how do you do this? And, yeah. but that's what's going on right now, too. It's mm-hmm. like, you want to cyber? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cyber. Go on, uh, go on RuneScape. Hey, baby, you want a cyber? <laughs> you want five gold pieces, baby? Yeah. yeah like, How many I... GP? <laughs> uh, yeah, shit. Okay, so, but, and then they meet in person for 90 days. Is that the premise of that show or what? Yeah, yeah. So they got to, like, propose in 90 days or some shit. I don't know. I'm yeah. probably butchering it. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, like, so they'll somebody will be from America and somebody will be from Nigeria. No Nigerian princes, but actual yeah. Nigerian. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll go over there and like meet the person and like meet their family and be yeah. like, Oh yes, you are good for my son. Take him back to America. Yeah. It's oh, okay. Hilarious. Interesting. Yeah. It's pretty fucking hilarious, but that's ridiculous. I don't know. I feel like you're putting so much, uh, building so much anticipation and stuff and then yeah. what if they like it's kind of shitty to meet that person in person and it's kind of just a letdown like for whatever reason the vibe isn't there or b you've run out of things to talk about right so oh yeah i don't know i was actually so uh i listened to uh carly's podcast the other day and she mm-hmm. was talking she it was a little while ago, so I actually meant to ask her about this, but ask her. I wanted to hear her opinion because she just had one come out about her like four day rule. And first mm-hmm. of all, as guys, we don't have specific numbered rules, but I at least see where she's going with that. Where okay. um, basically her thing is like uh, you should talk like she'll talk to a guy for four days max before they meet. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I would vaguely agree with. That's maybe on the short side, personally. Um, and I remember cause you're, you were kind of the same back in the day for like, like under a week sort of thing. And I, I've definitely, uh, switched my mindset more to that. And I fully agree with that. Cause I would, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, knowing me, like I, I was very just open-ended about it. I'm like, it could be two days. It could be however many weeks. Like I don't really care. It just kind of depends on the flow of the conversation and obviously schedule availability. Right. But, uh, mm-hmm. No, uh, I kind of agree with her there where like, you know, it should only be, I would say like under two weeks, just in case, depending on schedules and stuff, but like a week ish max sort of thing. So there's almost no point now. I mean, you know, maybe there's some people out there who are going to talk online and become pen pals through this and get married or whatever. And that's great. Right. But <laughs> I don't know. It's the whole dating during the quarantine thing seems kind of weird uh i think people are fucking kind, bored kind of pointless right and it, they're kind of bored right so you're not really yeah. neither party is putting like that much energy into it right and then they're all like facetime dates and shit and i'm like yeah 
nah <laughs> right so i don't know i i, I for me i'm just kind of like uh like it's kind of sucks but it's it's whatever right so but uh, i'll be i'll give a personal anecdote if i ever did those facetime dates or snapchats or whatever i didn't actually really want to meet the girl just wanted some noodles yeah exactly yeah <laughs> whole wheat noodles Fuck. I have a funny <laughs> story. I don't know if it uh <laughs> hit me. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, it was uh there was some girl just like we this was years ago, was like she sure didn't was. even live here and was uh sending you just random, you know, noodles like midday, like just doing whatever. Uh... Like you totally unprovoked them and we were out <laughs> for lunch. So you just like reply to uh reply to her like he just you know we were sitting uh, like the three of us at a table and josh turns around and does a selfie like this and, and it's just like, replies with just the three of us and she just replies what the fuck and never talked to him again <laughs> so yeah legitimately yeah. never talked to me again yeah yeah <laughs> she's not the but, only girl <laughs> yeah but it was literally like josh was sitting there like clicks his phone and looks at him, and it's like <laughs> like where the fuck did this come from <laughs> those unprovoked ones are hilarious because you're just like what am i supposed to do? i'm at work what am i supposed to do <laughs> you're worried they're like over your shoulder or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah or even when it's like uh your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever you're like sending them <laughs> random pics and it's like my parents could have seen that uh <laughs> i'll be honest like I don't know. When I'm in a relationship, I message the person so much less, so much less than mm. thought. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Trying to think. I feel like my uh, last girlfriend, we kind of had like a always sort of going text message, but it was kind of like, like it was always perpetually going, but it was kind of just talking about nothing. Right. But uh, yep. Yeah, I don't know. That's what happens when you get a relationship. You pretty much talk about nothing for yeah. the next forever. And I mean, that's what I think 90% of conversation is, is talking about nothing, right? So we're doing it right now, bro. <laughs> exactly, right? We're making we're making entertainment. We're making art out of it. Ah. Actually, Do you consider I, yourself an artist, bro? I would consider myself a creative in a way, right? Okay. Okay. I like <laughs> is that, that a good answer? Yeah, that's a good fucking yeah. answer. Yeah. Man, speaking of talking about nothing, um, fucking, because I had uh, one recently, a girl I was hanging out and talking to, where, like, she almost, like, would put too much, like, she wanted, she was someone who asked, like, good questions, and we would have sometimes have, like, more deeper thought-provoking discussions, sure. which is great. Yeah. But yep. she almost like put too much effort into that where she wanted like every moment of the conversation to be like that. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. To yeah. a point it was like kind of exhausting or would like take these random turns where it's like we're talking about something and she'd be like, so tell me about but like like just ask a completely tangent question. And it's like, holy fuck, like like don't like be that kind of person, but don't force it at the same time. I don't know. It was kind of annoying. But uh Interesting. like just just very exhausting where it's like it's cool if we talk about nothing like in fact 
that I think is a good sign of a good relationship, whether it be friendship, relationship, dating, anywhere in between, uh, mm. the ability to comfortably talk about nothing and just enjoy that person's company, specifically for relationships. Like you should be able to enjoy that, the, the little nothing conversations, uh, with that person, I think, right? Like that's a true sign of compatibility versus kind of forcing, forcing it. Right. So, yeah. What do you think of the universe? Yeah. Yeah. Like fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if it's relevant and contextual at that time, sure. Let's do it. Let's talk about the fact it's a simulation, but, uh, (laughs) you know, um, but, uh, yeah, actually there was one time this one girl I was talking to, she was like, we were talking about, TV shows or whatever, right? And mm-hmm. we were talking about how, because my house growing up was more like a Seinfeld house. Like, we never watched Friends. And she's like, oh, mine was the same. She's like, I can tell you're a Seinfeld fan, actually. Just kind of the way you talk and your sense of humor. I'm like, I think that's a compliment. I'm pretty sure. Because, like, <laughs> that's a good show if, if, for the men out there. If you want to learn how to have random rambling conversations about nothing, watch Seinfeld, right? Like, it's, mm. it is famously known as the show about nothing, so... True enough. True yeah. enough. Yeah. My uh, my family was neither, and it shows because I can't put two comprehensive thoughts together. So. <laughs> and uh, you have miss most pop call call bleh, pop culture also references. True. <laughs> also true. Yeah. yeah. I'm the fucking worst for that. You you even said I'm the fucking worst for that. Oh That's yeah. Sometimes sure. I'll like drop a line and be like, waiting for you to laugh, and you're like. <laughs> what the fuck (laughs) yeah it's pretty bad actually but at the same time it's not but it is i don't know yeah yeah i don't know it's good to be well there's kind of that like i'm just gonna collectively refer to them to the e-commerce twitter world where it's Mm -hmm. like never watch any movies no having fun blah blah Mm -hmm. blah and i'm like i at least get having that perspective like it's good to think about that and you know have kind of a extreme level of of discipline or whatever and you know don't just mindlessly watch tv or play video games or whatever but and you know i need to practice what i'm preaching right now but uh that that's kind of like a shitty boring way to live too right like you know watching movies all day every day i mean by the way this is speaking for when it's not quarantine time (laughs) like yeah, that's bad, but I mean, you should be able to enjoy a good story or a good film, right? Like, don't. I would agree, right? Like, uh, I I think that world takes too much of an extreme on that. Granted, I think if you're gonna be this online guru, uh, maybe you have to be just because that's gonna carve out your niche or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's some personas that go on too. But I, it's not that I don't watch movies or anything like that. It's just like I don't know. How do I put this? It's like, I'm trying to think of the way to put this that sounds right. It's like, I like older movies. I just don't really like newer stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, I, I, think, I feel like there's so much rehash, rehashing that goes on. It's like, the ideas are coming from fucking Plato from like, 3,000 years ago, they're just being rehashed. So it's like, why don't I just read the original? Right. Well, I mean, couldn't, isn't that argument go to everything of 
is there such thing original thought or in the infinite plausibilities of human thought for seven point whatever billion people uh all thought thought has already been thought yes it has (laughs) more or less i i i would kind of uh, agree to that right like but I don't know. There, I've thought about just... that a lot too. It's like, <laughs> finish your thought. I was like, are these my own thoughts, or are these just the culmination of everything I've ever read, watched, heard, been told? Kind of rearranging in different ways and interchanging and stuff. Am I Josh? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, there's kind of this, like, you know, thinking uh, of your infinite smallness and the fact that nothing matters is very empowering in many ways, mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, you'll only ever know your world of, like, you know, let's say 200 people or whatever the fuck the theoretical limit is on that. Um, yeah. Like, why not? think and be the center of the universe because that's all you will really know right so Mm. and uh do you do you kind of see what i'm getting at here i i I had an articulate thought on this the other day and i'm kind of i'm trying to get back to it but you know you've been doing edibles too (laughs) no actually i haven't just laying there at night being like oh man i wish i could go to the bar i miss (laughs) things (laughs) yeah 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 oh fuck i could see both camps like i could see the the whole i am the universe thing and then Mm -hmm. it's like everything i do doesn't matter i could see both ways because both are empowering in their own right Mm -hmm. um it just depends on if you're a glass half full or half empty guy i suppose yeah i would say using it in the use them to your advantage right um, mm-hmm. if you're worried about what people will think of you when you're putting something out there to the world, video, podcast, art, business, whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, 7.899999 billion people will, uh, never know who you are anyways. So statistically mm-hmm. speaking, you know, rounded to the nearest uh, whole number and expressed as a percentage the amount of people who will know and care about what the hell you're doing is approximately zero right so uh, like kind of just go for it right in that way like I would say mm-hmm. specific uh, judgment wise I don't know I see lots of uh, just because I see lots of Gary V stuff and he's all like stop making excuses who cares what people think blah 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 mm-hmm. right but uh, yeah I think as you get older, too, you realize that you'll understand in about uh, 16 days, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that 27-year-old wisdom. Uh, fuck, man. Three three years to 30. That's the the whole thing is kind of uh, blowing my <laughs> goddamn mind. I've heard it expressed mind. that way. That's an interesting thought. Yeah, it's blowing <laughs> my whole goddamn mind, so. Are you one of those 30 is the new 40 types or what? <laughs> uh, got some grays in my beard. It's uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. 
having a time. We are no longer mid twenties. We are now late twenties, quote unquote. So <laughs> even twenty six, you can kind of lie to yourself and be like, I'm still mid twenties. Still 26. mid. Still mid. I feel yeah. like twenty seven is a cool number. Twenty eight, like the I don't know. Maybe it's the roundness of the number eight makes it look like a bigger number. I don't know what it is, but psychologically, mm-hmm. it seems older. Well, no. Adam Sorry, turned, people. Twenty eight and up. <laughs> oh, Adam turned twenty eight in January. Is like, fuck, man, you're old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not me. I'm young and youthful. You, yeah, guy, you're older than me. You're old. <laughs> Got my whole life ahead of me. Yeah. You, man, yeah. might as well fucking crawl in a ball and end <laughs> it all. Um. Yeah. Shit. Eh, I don't know. It's uh, it's funny. I let you know. I I. And I don't do this in it. I try not to do it in a negative way, but I just kind of try to think of like what other people were doing when they were my age, just for like perspective. Right. Or like, excuse me. Uh, or I was kind of thinking about this the other day because I was thinking about this place that I used to work and this one manager I had. And I'm like, oh, I mean, he was kind of my age now when I was 19 or 20 ish, but seemed so much older and mature. I don't know. And it, like, like, it's interesting to think, you know, how old you are now. People you met in the past, you are now the same age they were when you met them at some point. Like, I don't know. Do, do, do you hear what I'm saying? So I call it the grade seven to nine phenomenon. When you're in grade seven, all the grade niners look like they're fucking massive and they're way older than you. <laughs> and then you get to grade nine and you look down at the grade sevens. And you're like, I was never that fucking look small. Look at these little bitches. <laughs> There's no fucking way I was ever this small. Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly it. And I remember that happening in junior high. Because yeah. like obviously puberty, but when you're that old, you're like, this is crazy. <laughs> right? So, but... Yeah, no, uh, the grade nines were big and scary. And then when you're a grade nine, you're like, look at these like 12 year olds. <laughs> and then they look like babies. So, yeah. but yeah, kind of, kind of that, kind of that. Yeah, I think that's. There has to be good. some fucking phenomenon that's actually called something that sounds smart. The seven, not just the grade seven to nine phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. But no, 100%. Or when you're 18 and you're coaching like 14 or 15 year olds and you're like, this fucking guy look at this little guy i was never that little when i was yeah, this little baby and these yeah. freaking babies yeah i don't know man there's something there's definitely something about it same thing like when you're in elementary the fucking desks are small or they're big and then you go go back to that same room when you're i don't know five years older and you're like these desks are tiny yeah yeah exactly happen. yeah <clears throat> have i talked about this with you before where when you uh, you kind of place your current self in your memories. Yes. I don't yeah. think you've ever talked. No, I don't think we ever talked about it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You place your current self in your, your, in your memories of your, well, in your memories, right? Like you, you mm-hmm. kind of remember them through your current eyes, which is, I guess, kind of a, flawed way of looking at your past and or judging your past because you look at that memory that time with your knowledge now right which isn't really fair because like let's pick on junior high for a second that was 13 14 years ago right like you've grown a lot as a person but you kind of look through that lens you know what i mean (laughs) yeah (laughs) so 
<laughs> anyway, or like even like young childhood memories, you're kind of like, oh, wait a second. Why am I picturing myself now instead of my child self? I don't know. I think it might have to do with the fact that like you only see life through your eyes. So mm-hmm. your physical viewing out has kind of always been the same in a way, right? Like you don't really like picture going into a, you know, a movie where you wake up in your grade one classroom but then you look in the mirror and it's your current self, but everyone sees the young version of you or some shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. I've never actually thought about it like that, but yeah, that's, that's pretty fucking true. And looking back and you're like, why did I do that? Well, again, didn't know any fucking better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I've, uh, I've kind of, I, I came to that realization a while ago. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't this really is... know where I don't know where else I was going with that thought, but it was <laughs> something that's been in my mind for a while now, I guess. So this whole quarantine thing is just introspection. Well, I think the biggest thing and the best thing I heard was um for better or worse, this is one of the first real times most people, particularly the young people, uh have been forced like you're kind of forced to deal with your thoughts and emotions because there's nowhere to go literally Mm. and even figuratively speaking. Right. Um, so you kind of have to face your thoughts, good or bad head on. Like you, you just eventually have to deal with them because you, you're, you're stuck with them there. There's no way to get away from them. Right. Good point. Yeah, it's almost like wake up and think type of thing. You can only play so many fucking <clears throat> video games. Yeah, exactly, right? And, you, you know, for, for better or for worse, you're going to have to deal with your... Uh, like, there's just going to be lots of emotions that come up between the, like, kind of cabin feverness, and now you're stuck alone with your thoughts about your past, your traumas, or, like, good stuff, too, whatever, just good introspection, business ideas, I, I don't know. <laughs> the whole gambit you know what i mean oh very true very true holy fucking shit we're at 46 minutes what yeah. the fuck damn but yeah <laughs> no because i mean uh people well i mean i think that's why so many ancient societies actually figured out a lot about human psychology spirituality whatever um because they were stuck in their own heads right uh they, they didn't have cell phones or entertainment uh to go somewhere i mean a you might get like robbed by plunderers or whatever the hell right <laughs> it would take three days to get wherever you're going you might die of a know, lot of time to... or whatever right like <laughs> you have a lot of time to to think and figure things out so i don't know if you want to hear something they... fucked what's that i went on a cruise like five six years ago Mm-hmm. And on the cruise ship, you got to pay for internet. So there's really no fucking oh, Facebook. Yeah. There's no Fuck me. I remember no that social too. media. I was so annoyed on the one cruise I went on, by the way, about that. But it was two weeks. And about day four or five, my imagination started coming back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. I didn't like it. So, you know, I naturally had to go back to watching social medias and stuff but uh there's a lesson in there somewhere somewhere actually that's a good i that's a very good point um 
because I ah, shit now I need to because I don't really remember like I remember the one cruise I went on like I remember the places we stopped and stuff and mm-hmm. um but I'm kind of trying to remember what it was like and what I was thinking about right because for exactly that reason like um no internet uh or very very limited mm-hmm. no actually I think none and then uh also because it was in the states right um like no cell service so even if you got to a place with service you know yeah. you you would just have roaming charges galore because this was my, the le- cruise i went on was long enough ago that there were no like semi-reasonable roaming plans right yeah. um so yeah shit like you were kind of just forced to hang out with your siblings and be semi nice and cohesive with them even like you know i think about like vacations my parents would have taken when they were young right because there's no dvd player in the car no cell phone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's just like the radio when you get there there's no wi-fi right no cell phones etc you just had to hang out with your family and enjoy whatever you were doing right like i don't know kind of think about what people did just to kind of fill the gaps between things did you sit there kind of in comfortable silence like if you mm-hmm. like if you see Old, old people right they can sit quietly for long periods of time quite comfortably <laughs> exactly right like just kind of alone with your thoughts thinking about something or nothing like it's just i don't know it, it, it's interesting right so shit <laughs> yeah yeah uh damn yeah cruises shit I I totally forgot about that part of it, but I remember that now. Mm. Hmm. I'm going to go on a dopamine detox. Explain. Nothing for a day. No internet. No social media, obviously. Yeah, no screen. Are you allowed to read or anything? I think you can read books. Is there something out there that kind of defines a dopamine detox, or is this your idea? There's some, yeah, no, there's some, uh, there's some resources I'll send you after. Hmm. Yeah, intriguing. I think that would be a good idea to try and do. I'm always kind of think so for me because I've kind of been like, first of all, uh, the biggest thing is like, this is gonna be a while, so get semi comfortable. And we've said it before, like, mm-hmm. do what you need to do, feel what you need to feel, like. You know, the, the, there's the hustle culture side of things that's like, fuck yeah, work 20 hours a day, wear a suit when you're sitting at home, right? Like, or if you want to just chill and take it easy, which, by the way, I have been doing, <laughs> right? Is like, you know, uh, uh, I, I might as well kind of enjoy it in whatever way I want. And, you know, even for me, I've kind of been just bumming around lately and now I'm getting a little sick of that. So you'll kind of naturally run its course either way. Um, but, uh, where was I going with this? Oh yeah. No, I think I was kind of thinking like, okay, how do I kind of get back into it? And, you know, trying to, for me, I almost want to time things where it's like, I don't know. I know myself now that if like, let's say this week coming up, um, I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to keep a normal working during the day schedule or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that for two weeks and then be like, well, what's the fucking point? Cause it's still going to be another eight weeks after that or whatever before things are kind of back to normal. So I kind of almost want to like try to transition back, you know, three weeks before 
yeah. some level of society resumes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Interesting perspective. I can, see where you're, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm definitely going to do that, like, straight up dopamine, like, full on nothing for a day type of thing. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow and see how I feel. Might uh, yeah. lose my fucking mind. That might be a good... Yeah, I think I might try that, but I, I was kind of thinking for me, maybe that would be a good way to kind of transition back to reality. I don't know. Okay, let's do it this week. One, it, one day at least this week. Report okay. our findings next week. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, also thought about this. You know what I've kind of always realized is every Easter Monday, like to me, it's a holiday in terms of like, I know some people have to work, but it's still kind of like a half on half off holiday. What mm-hmm. do you and like, I know you're like, a, oh, I work on Saturdays. Shut up, guy. I feel like we expect Easter Monday off because we went to Catholic school our whole lives. So we've kind of been conditioned. Would you agree <laughs> with that? Maybe a little bit. Because uh, the stat holiday is the Friday, right? Um, yeah, but, it's not actually you know, a holiday on the Monday. Yeah, it's not. But it is for like maybe 30 to 40% of people, I'd say, anecdotally. Uh, mm. And in my head, I feel like it's still usually a... Like, I feel like on past Easter weekends, you know, like the ranch would be open on the Sunday for a solo cup Sunday sort of thing, you know, which is usually indicative of a holiday Monday for some people. Right. But uh, Jesus would want that. Exactly. Jesus would want solo cup Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. That's a whole different existential thing we could get into about. Because, you know, obviously the Bible says what's a sin and et cetera. But then it's like, well, if someone created everything, would they not want you to enjoy their creations? Like it's kind of a, you know, as they say in Trailer Park Boys, if the man upstairs didn't want you to play VLTs, he wouldn't have invented VLTs. (laughs) So, but uh, maybe for another day. Next time. Next time on a long and quarantined. (laughs) <laughs> should, should we call it at that 55 fucking yeah sorry minutes, i baby. thought you were reaching to pause the <laughs> to end the call there but uh yeah that's probably a good spot so uh until next week until next week peace